What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Welcome back, everybody, to After Hour Tea. So today I'm going to start with um, Atlanta. I don't have much news for Atlanta, although I do have um, a report, um, and this is just allegedly, you know, a report going around um, that Real Housewives of Atlanta is set for a huge cast shakeup for the show's upcoming 14th season. Um, so as I've previously talked about with you guys on here, ratings have showed that the premiere episode of season 13 only pulled in 1.4 million viewers, which uh, was a drastic drop from the previous season's first episode. Um, so according to a source that was um, on The Sun, I think it's called, I think maybe it's a magazine or whatever, um, Atlanta was once the Bravo's highest highest rated housewife show but has lost its superiority over other shows in the franchise there's going to be a big cast shakeup next season and some producers are mulling over asking phaedra parks to return uh, many insiders believe nini would help drive ratings but her feud with producers seems to show no no signs of letting up uh, fans were shocked when she left and there has been a question mark over whether she'll return and it looks unlikely uh, source also added that the hope is that having fan favorites like Phaedra come back will help the show rise back into the 2 million viewers a week arena. Um, so just to give you guys some backup, um, Phaedra joined Atlanta back during the show's third season and then she was let go after filming um, of the season re- season 9 reunion taping. Um, if you recall, it was revealed during the season 9 reunion that Phaedra was the one who told Portia about Candy and um and husband todd as i don't know why i can't speak (laughs) phaedra was the one who told portia about candy and todd's alleged plan to drug portia and have sex with her um an allegation that candy has denied which resulted in phaedra getting fired from the show um and then nini has encouraged viewers to boycott bravo after she was let go from the um um the show amid her messy feud with andy cohen which was basically just her blaming Andy Cohen and saying that he was racist and all this stuff. Um, my opinion on this, I definitely think that we are in for a pretty big cash shakeup. I'm not going to lie. I don't think that's a rumor only because Atlanta is, or once was one of the top, or it was the highest rated housewives show across the board. And 1.4, I know it may not, 1.4 million views is a lot for the first episode. Um, but actually the ratings have plummeted since, um, and it actually is nowhere near what we were looking at for season, I'm sorry, 12. Um, do I think Phaedra would probably bring the ratings up? Maybe somewhat. It kind of is just going to depend what she brings to the table. I don't know much. I mean, I don't really follow her. I don't really know much about her post-Atlanta Housewives life. Nini would definitely bring back viewers. I know a lot of people don't like her, but a lot of people do like her at the same time. So... I don't know. I mean, we definitely need to see some sort of change in the cast. Um, I personally, like, I think I've told you guys this before, but my personal belief is that either Portia or Kenya needs to go. Um, and I want to say Portia only because um, Kenya is really, really good at stirring drama. She's kind of like Nini in that way. So she's great for the show. She's kind of like a Kelly Dodd in the way because it's like, you know, you love to hate her. So, um, I definitely think one of them needs to go, and I would prefer for it to be Portia. I know a lot of people like Portia, but I just don't think she's has much going on. She doesn't share 
I mean, she does share a lot with Dennis, but nothing's really changing anymore with her and Dennis, so I don't really personally believe that her um, life kind of fits in with... I don't really know what they're going for with Atlanta. It's the same kind of thing with um, Orange County, where I don't really know what direction they're heading, but I do know that there needs to be a big shakeup. Moving over to Beverly Hills, um, a quick update on the Girardi divorce. Um, Erica is set to be slapped with a massive lawsuit demanding she returns, sorry, demanding she returns assets in her possession to help pay off um, Tom's creditors. So according to court documents obtained by Radar Online, um, the trustee presiding over um, the Girardi involuntary Chapter 7 bankruptcy is asking permission to hire a lawyer to sue um, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is really interesting. Uh, the trustee believes that Erica is in possession of assets of the debtor's bankruptcy estate and or has transferred estate assets to third parties prior to the commencement of this bankruptcy case. Um, Erica reportedly told the trustee that she does not have any community property in possession except for certain household items and that she does have and what she does have were alleged gifts from her ex-husband. Um, so Erica said the expensive gifts she received from her, um, you know, ex-husband will not be turned over. She believes the bankruptcy court and the creditors have no right to seize any of her property. Um, and that's pretty much it, other than that, um, what I've talked about last week, how she is uh, fighting for half of the sale of their $16 million Pasadena home. Moving on from that, I have an interview that Dorit did with Us Weekly. Um revealing how it was working with her new co-stars, Crystal and Kathy. Um, I do have to say, I got some positive feedback on um, Instagram, which kind of brightened my day. So I decided to post um, the New Jersey reunion looks on my story and kind of do little polls and see if, you know, uh, you know, if you guys like the looks or no. Anyways, I had a lot of people who were not even fans of Housewives that were just yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> so it was kind of fun. And I, I had a lot of people message me say that, um, you know, they really enjoyed the polls and they want me to do more of those. So I will try to do more of those because those are kind of fun. Plus, I just kind of like to see your guys' reactions to things. But anyways, I did do a poll whether we thought um, or whether we were excited or not for Crystal and Kathy. A lot of people weren't that excited for Kathy, which I'm really shocked about because I am super excited for her. Mostly people were excited to meet Crystal, um, which I'm also excited to meet her as well. Um, but yeah, anyways, I just thought I'd share that. Um, so moving on, um, Dorit, this is a quote from her. She said, I've known Kathy for a few years and I have a great relationship with her. I've got an independent relationship with her than Kyle. Uh, so my relationship with her isn't really because of Kyle. We've got a lot of mutual friends and I was very encouraging of her coming on. She is hysterical. I'm very excited for the world to get to know Kathy. She's very, very funny. I think she brings a great energy to the show and to the group. And I think that everybody's going to love to see her. Um, and then as for Crystal, the two bonded over motherhood. Um, she said, Crystal and I met the first time when she came on the show. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Crystal, um, I met for the first time when she came on the show. I really like her. She's a mom. She's got two young kids, just like I do. So we have a lot in common there. She's easy. She's down to earth. She's cool. She's funny. She's fun. It's always tricky and challenging when you join this group for the first year because you're kind of finding your feet. But I think that she really did blend well with the group. Um, and quickly, she has a few challenges with some people that will definitely play out. But I think as far as her and I are concerned, I've really taken to her and liked her a lot. Um, 
yeah, I'm super excited for, I would say I'm equally excited to meet Crystal as I am with Kathy. I mean, I just know Kathy by reputation. I don't really know much about her. So it definitely is going to be interesting. Um, and Crystal obviously has a killer re reputation um, under her belt. So um, this upcoming season will be really, really fun to watch. All right, so moving on from Beverly Hills, don't have much for Dallas either other than uh, this long and interesting uh, report, according to Radar Online. <laughs> um, so Tiffany Moon's father-in-law, David, um, is facing a civil lawsuit accusing him of sexually assaulting a former, former employee. Um, so David Moon's legal team is fighting to dismiss the suit, which was originally filed in 2019, uh, and the trial is scheduled to start in June of this year. Um, so in the lawsuit, a woman using this, um, you know, pseudonym, um, Jane Doe, yeah, whatever, um, <laughs> filed a lawsuit against David, um, his relative Sam Moon, and their family real estate company, Sam Moon Group. Um, Tiffany's husband, Daniel Moon, works at the company with his family. The plaintiff worked as a cart girl for the Moon family-owned golf course, Coyote Ridge Golf Club. Um, in docs, the alleged victim brought up a previous lawsuit filed against David and Sam, um, the other alleged victim said in a separate lawsuit, David Moon and his sons, Daniel Moon and Sam Moon, have treated women as objects of their sexual urges instead of as the women, daughters, sisters, wives, and mothers they are. They used Coyote Ridge Golf Club as their sexual playground. Wow. Um, in the suit, the alleged victim accuses the defendants of assault and battery. So the court documents say um, uh, Jane Doe says David and Sam forcible rubbed and or grabbed plaintiff's buttocks multiple times um, defendant david moon and sam moon performed these acts without the consent of plaintiff further the alleged victim says the bravo reality star's father-in-law forcible rubbed and or grabbed plaintiff's boobs multiple times david allegedly rubbed his erect penis on plaintiff multiple times i i read this the other day guys and i was just like what like this is insane um so in the suit, Jane Doe says the defendants were discriminatory in their hiring. She said the defendants only hired the prettiest females and managers were instructed not to hire African-Americans because David felt they were no good and that you can't trust them. The defendants would also verbally abuse the plaintiff and call her several derogatory names, including but not limited to the following words and or phrases. Stupid, ignorant, dumb, stupid white girl, arrogant white girl, uneducated, you look awful, you look sick, you don't know anything. Uh, the alleged victim claims the assaults took place every month from April 2016 until April 2017. Um, Jane Doe says she was forced to endure many abusive comments made about her body as well as repeated incidents of assault and battery. Uh, she also claims to have witnessed other girls victimized by David's predatory and illegal behavior. Um, one alleged victim claims David purchased the golf course to serve as his personal playground. She claimed he outfitted the club with pretty young female employees whom he ordered to dress in skimpy outfits and serve at his beck and call. Uh, the women were expected to allow pats, grabs, rubs, gropes, prods, and fingers jammed in unwelcome places by David Moon because David Moon was the owner, um, and they were expected to make the owner happy. Um, plaintiff alleges that it is not uncommon for the defendants to sponsor and throw parties where girls ended up being raped. Uh, the shocking lawsuit claims the defendants threatened victims and witnesses to deter criminal complaints from being filed. Uh, the outlet also reports that Jane Doe is suing for in, in excess of $1 million in damages for the alleged loss of self-esteem, loss of trust, depression, substance abuse, and thoughts of suicide. 
Um, in their response, David and Sam demanded the suit be thrown out of court. They said the alleged victim failed to list any dates for when the alleged assault took place. Further, they said she should be forced to identify herself if she wanted the case to move forward. Um, David and Sam requested all allegations of racism and the alleged parties they threw to be removed. They claimed the allegations had nothing to do with assault and battery claims. Um, and then their lawyer, their lawyer wrote, these allegations are not only false and salacious, um, salacious, sorry, they have nothing to do with any cause of action asserted in the petition. Um, the defendants also raised questions about Jane Doe's lawsuit timing. They say she claims to have been assaulted every month but never quit. They point out she waited nearly two years before even filing a lawsuit. They argued her claims were barred by the statute of limitations. Um, and for over a year, the parties have been fighting about turning over documents and evidence. In January, David and Sam finally filed an answer to complaint. They denied all allegations of wrongdoing. They said any damages suffered by Doe were caused by her own actions. Um, and then in April, David and Sam's lawyer filed a motion to dismiss the corporate defendants. This time, they argued the court had no jurisdiction over their defendants. Um, and then in their filing via Radar Online, the defendants revealed the plaintiff is seeking $1.5 billion in damages. The judge has yet to rule. A hearing is scheduled for next month. Wow. Um, I don't have much to say on that. I mean, it's kind of speaks for itself. It's kind of insane. But um, just wanted to kind of give you guys an idea of some something that's going on in the whole Moon family. I don't know. I just think that's so insane. So that's it for Dallas, um, but I'm going to move over to New Jersey. And speaking of court documents and claims and shockingness, um, <laughs> so uh, Teresa's new boyfriend, Louis Rulas, I think that's how you say his last name. I'm just going to say Louis from now on because I hate pronouncing these last names. It's terrible. Um, is allegedly a sex-obsessed Lothario who's left behind a trail of ex-lovers who complain that his sex drive is virtually insatiable. Um, so this is according to sources and court papers via page six. So uh, Louis allegedly got upset with one of his lovers if they didn't have sex as much as four times a day and was sued by another who claimed that she would or that he would punish her if she refused his constant sexual demands. Um, an ex-fiance named Vanessa Razor, hopefully Razor, made the stunning punishment claim in a 2020 legal action, which she brought after the relationship came to an end. Uh, this is a quote from her. She said, he demanded that I be available for sex whenever he wanted. Um, if I objected to his demands, Louis would punish me. He would be nasty, withdraw from me, and blame me for what happened. Uh, this lawsuit was eventually settled outside of court for undisclosed terms, but that wasn't the only time that Louis was accused by an ex of being insatiable in bed. Um, his engagement to another ex-girlfriend, fellow New Jersey native Paula Sanchez, descended into constant fights over his endless need to have sex. 99% of their fights were because he was complaining that they weren't having enough sex. Um, if they had sex like four times in one day, there was a complaint. Um, Louis, and, Louis and Paula started dating in 2011 while he was formally separated from his now ex-wife, Marissa DeMar DiMartino. Um, at the onset of his relationship with Sanchez, a source claims that Louis took his new girlfriend on trips to Las Vegas and started love-bombing the newly single mom, who was going through a separation herself with overly effusive behavior and lavish gifts. Um, despite the couple's arguments over um, Louis' desire to have more sex, Sanchez thought their bond was strong and was surprised when he suddenly left her without explanation in 2018. 
when Sanchez reached out to him to find out why she left, why he left, she didn't hear back from him. Instead, she heard from Louis ruler, from Louis. I don't know why this is such a tongue tongue twister. From Louis lawyer, um, do yourself a favor, stay away, just stay away, is what the attorney attorney allegedly said. Uh, so a, a source said Sanchez found out the truth behind their split in July 2018. Louis had allegedly been cheating on her with Riser. Or Razor. I don't know. She got the sad news through some social media pictures of the new couple together, which a mutual friend shared. It was a brutal blow, is what the sources said. Um, Sanchez and her daughter had nowhere to go, no money. He just walked out the door and never looked back. Um, Louis and Razor were, would stay together for two stormy years until March 2020. Um, shortly after Louis um, split... With her in March 2020, um, the New Jersey businessman was back on the dating scene and courting another woman that spring. Um, and then a separate source confirmed that while he was casually seeing this woman, this woman, he met Teresa. Uh, and while Teresa and Louis appear to be blissfully happy, um, others believe Louis is back to his old playboy ways. However, a source says that Louis and Teresa are not looking at the past. Um, Teresa met Louis's ex, uh, Louis's ex-wife, and Louis has met Joe. They have also met each other's families. They're enjoying their relationship and look forward to enjoying their future. Uh, Teresa has zero interest in any of these women or what they allege and has ever been and has never been happier. This is a case of a scorned ex looking for her 15 seconds. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Reeser gave the publication a statement. I am happy he has moved on and so have I. This experience has catapulted me into focusing my time and, er and energy to help people recover from the trauma of narcissistic abuse. Yikes. Um... I don't really know anything about him, so I can't really comment too much. However, I could just say I really, 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 really want Teresa to be happy. So I hope that these are all allegations. I mean, it would be terrible if they were true. Um, but it sounds like she's really happy, so I'm going to leave it at that. So moving on from that, um, I have an interview that Dolores did with Hollywood Life, um, where she teases what viewers can expect from the upcoming season 11 finale. Um, but first, Dolores first defended her relationship with her boyfriend, um, David. So Dolores has something to say after some of her co-stars continue to question her relationship with David. Um, she said some people aren't open-minded to other things. Um, Dolores said when discussing why she thinks her co-stars are constantly critiquing her relationship with David. Um, she said... I'm a very traditional girl, as is my cast, but I'm also open to more modern, conventional things because you have to conform to what life puts in front of your face. Um, if I didn't, I would still be in the fetal position over my divorce, so I learned a long time ago that things aren't always going the way you think you do. They, you think they do, but if they don't, there's probably, number one, a good reason that they don't turn out like that, and number two, that's okay. What you do is with, what you do with it is your business. Uh, the mother of two hinted then um, that a big fight may happen at the season finale. She said, a relationship is between two people, so I don't think that they understand that I appreciate the freedom that I have, but you're going to see me get mad, and there's going to be a reason that I get mad. Uh, not because my friends didn't understand my relationship or whatever. It was for a different reason. I have a thing I live by. If my friends are in my life, they are privy to what goes on in my life and how I really feel. So if I say I'm happy, trust me, I am. When I say I'm not, trust me, I'm not. But I'm also going to have, but I'm also going to let you have your opinion because I love you because you're my friend, and I'm going to let you say what you want to say. Uh, she added, "Everybody should have what I have. A lot of people would like the freedom that I have. 
I have a couple men in my life for different things. I've got my ex-husband, Frank. I've got David. I'm doing okay, and I have no accountability to anybody. I'm not complaining because when the world opens up again and I can go out there and do my thing, I want to do my thing. Yeah, I know a lot of people aren't fans of David, and they're more fans of her and Frank getting back together. I don't really think her and Frank are getting back together anytime soon. However, I do sense that her and David are probably coming to an end in their relationship because I don't really feel like she's being fulfilled in the way that she should be fulfilled. Um, so I could probably say that I'm, that might be, you know, for next season, what she's going to be focusing on is finding a new man. So I guess we will wait and see. Um, I wouldn't honestly care that much if she wasn't with David, though. Let's just be real. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to move on from New Jersey over to Orange County. I don't have any casting updates, so don't get excited. However, um... <laughs> I do have an interview that Gretchen, past cast member Gretchen, did with Us Weekly, if you guys remember Gretchen um, from many seasons ago. Um, she is calling out her longtime nemesis, um, Tamara, following the, her fallout with Shannon. Um, this is a quote from her. She said, I have not had any communication with her. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, referring to her friendship with uh, Tamara as a toxic and negative part of her past. Um, she said, thankfully, we don't really live in the same community, so I don't have to run into her or anything like that. I really don't hold grudges, whatever, let bygones, be, let bygones be bygones. I'm in such a better place in my life than I was dealing with all that on Housewives. Um, she also cited Tamara's falling out with Shannon as an example of her former co-star's true colors coming out. She said, after I was off the show, I think a lot of people just thought, oh, it's just Gretchen and Tamara that have issues, but clearly she has had issues with like almost every single other person on that show. And we saw, we saw this last season. I mean, for goodness sakes, her best friend Shannon and her are no longer friends. Um, so after a while, you start to look at the common denominator and you start to go, okay, well, who's the problem here? Because in most of those relationships, she was the one that was always causing the drama or the issue. I don't really agree with her there. Um, she said, I wasn't surprised when Tamara was let go from Orange County. I mean, I guess I was in a way because I felt like the network sometimes rewards bad, rewards bad behavior. And I think that she knew that. And I think that she would definitely do a lot of things for the camera. And she was kind of the messenger of the production and Bravo on that show. If, like, you know they wanted something to be stirred up or whatever, and she would go and do it, I think it got to a point where it started to become really inauthentic. I think the audience and the fans really started to get over the shtick and over the BS, and it just became so obvious that she was, like, purposefully um, stirring something up or doing something. Um, I don't really know. I don't really remember Tamara stirring up. I mean, whatever. Gretchen doesn't see um, a return in her immediate future, but she admits that her decision to a potential return would be a lot easier now that Tamara has left the series. She said, but I do have to say that with Tamara gone, it makes it a lot easier to say yes. Whenever she was on, I was like hell to the no, but now that she's gone, I agree. I feel like it wouldn't be as ugly as it was for me. Um, so following Gretchen's comments, Tamara clapped back in a now-deleted Instagram post with a... Comp <laughs> with a like a meme thing that said, if you dislike a person so much that you need to harass them, it only shows how obsessed you are with them. And the caption was, go away. Could you imagine not seeing someone for years and they still trash talk you every chance they get? Um, why is it that the people that you know, what, why is it that the people that you know you the least have the most to say about your life? I guess that's how they show their true colors. Go away, please. Don't, don't you have a selfie to blur, a job to find, MLM to promote, 
the opening of a toilet seat to attend. You're not paid to argue anymore, sugar tits. She continued, use your platform for good. It's re- it's very rewarding. May God bless your blurry soul. Um, so Tamara continued to slam Gretchen and even threatened legal action against her via the comment section of the now-deleted post. She said, admit it, though, or no, this is what somebody had said. Admit it, though, you were very jealous of her and were harassing her for years, and now you are acting all innocent, um, is what one person said. And then she responded by saying, I did my job on Real Housewives of Orange County. If you come on the show with lies, they will be exposed. Um, Then, after agreeing with another user who said Gretchen is irrelevant, Tamara fired back at another person who suggested she was no better than Gretchen. Uh, She said... She's irrelevant. Pay her no mind. God's got you covered while she sleeps with the enemy. Remember that Tamara Judge love you. And then she said, so true. And then another person said, aren't you doing the same thing here by arguing and trash talking too? And Tamara said, enough is enough. Nine years of this shit. I'm allowed to say, I'm allowed to say, leave me alone. Um, and then another person said, maybe confront her directly. You're way too good for social media nonsense. She'll never be you. And then Tamara said, my attorney is about to confront her. I have a stack of articles she's done about me, my husband and kids. Uh, I don't, yeah, that doesn't seem good. I think Gretchen should just kind of keep her name out of her mouth. Um, I never really considered Tamara as like a, a, you know, first of all, I have to say in the whole Shannon and Tamara fallout, I definitely think Shannon is to blame. I don't know about you guys, but Shannon to me seems very fake um, and super calculated. Tamara, it seems more authentic and real to me. That's just my opinion. Uh, so I completely disagree with Gretchen there. And Gretchen just got really annoying towards the ends of her reign on Orange County. So I don't know. I mean, whatever. Well, my friends, we have actually reached the end of After RT. I hope you enjoyed it. There wasn't much going on this week in the Housewives world. Um, and apologies again for the delay um, on getting this up. Uh, but here is your flash filming update for you. Um, Atlanta has... No, we get the finale. Wait, we already had the finale. We get the reunion this week. Sorry. (laughs) We get the reunion uh, tomorrow um, on Sunday. And then, um, yeah, contracts haven't gone out yet, so I don't know the new cast. But uh, Beverly Hills airs on May 19th, I believe. It's going to be on Wednesdays. Let me just double check while I'm here with you guys. Yes, May 19th. It will be on Wednesdays. Um, Dallas uh, is having their finale actually next week, I believe. And the reunion has been filmed. Um, and New Jersey is still airing. Uh, I think we have a couple more episodes. We're supposed to have a total of 15 plus the reunions. Uh, so definitely a short season this year for New Jersey, but, um, yeah, we're coming to a close with that. Um, New York is airing May 4th and it's super exciting. We've got some, we got a new face on the show, so that'll be exciting. Uh, or new faces, I should say. Uh, Orange County absolutely no update still i apologize for that but (laughs) nothing to share with that uh potomac is actually going to be airing in the summer which is kind of an earlier premiere i feel like but uh, we did get a little bit of a teaser on social media last week um and i forgot i don't think i shared it i think i maybe i did but yeah potomac is returning this summer we don't have a specific date but it will be returning this summer and salt lake city is still filming uh so anyways that's your flash filming update um and thank you guys so much for tuning in and i will talk to you soon Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.